Part 2. In Her World. The Inner World. Chapter 14. The Boy Named Dionysus. I heard someone crying. Someone else was down here too, and he sounded like a scared child. The tunnel ended when the sliding passageway became flat before I came to a stop along the slippery floor. A thin layer of running water seeped down the cavern walls and settled into various crystal clear pools. A musty haze hung over a gentle red glow that seemed to emit out through the rock walls on all sides. This cavern was deep in the earth, and I could feel the source of the core's energy pulsating through the rock all around me. Lush moss and roots covered the ceiling and walls. The plant life flourished from the warmth and moisture. I couldn't quite see all of it, but I heard the small boy crying up ahead. Yes, there was a little boy here, and so I ran over to him. Are you okay? Where are we? The red glow illuminated the tears running down his face while his head remained buried between his knees. You're not alone, buddy. He sobbed while I patted his back. Heavy air flooded my lungs with every breath while I tried to calm this poor boy, but he too had found his way to the very bottom. It's okay. No, it's not, said the boy, and now he pointed as he got up and walked in a circle. I lost my temple, said the boy. One minute it was there, and the next it was gone. What's your name? Dionysus, said the boy, and I can't find my temple anywhere. A temple? Yeah, a big one, said Dionysus. Where? Down here? He shrugged at me now. Well, I don't know, but it was somewhere. One second everything was perfect, I could see the sky, the birds, the trees, and now... He burst out in tears, sobbing all over again. It's gone missing. Oh, hush, darling. It's okay. Do you know if there's anything else down here? He nodded. Bunches of stuff, but not my temple, said Dionysus. I tried to hug him, but he didn't want to be held. Is there any food? Tons. There's lots of grapes and plenty of the devil's lettuce said Dionysus. I froze. This little child was up on his feet, walking, but that feeling in my spine wouldn't disappear. Did you say the devil? Yep, but don't worry. No one's ever seen him. All that's left is the lettuce, said Dionysus. I followed this small child with brown hair, and he could have been between the ages of four and eight. He was alone, yet he seemed to know exactly where he was in this maze of glowing tunnels. All the walls held some sort of fabulous energy that emitted out through this rock. Even the plants seemed to thrive through all the crevices and ceilings as if it was reaching for the source itself. Oh my lord, this energy was growing, getting brighter, and my ears could sense the pressure. Something about this energy calmed my mind, but I was having trouble hearing. That heavy humidity distorted my senses. Is there anyone else here? The boy stopped and turned around. You don't get it, said Dionysus. I lost my temple. His cheeks turned red. Anger flooded his veins, and so I bent down on a knee to reach for the boy's hand. I'll help you find it. I'm sure it's here somewhere, I paused. You know, I had a temple too. Well, it was a garden, but I used to pray to my flowers every day. Well, that's what I did, said Dionysus. I used to be the king, or maybe I was the prince, but that's the problem. I can't remember why I'm a little boy again, 
said Dionysus. But what did your temple look like? The boy shrugged. I don't know. He started to cry again, but after a quick second, he managed to stop himself. A tear was stuck on his eyelid when he stood tall and pointed toward the cavern up ahead. Well, at least we've got raisins and the devil's lettuce, exclaimed Dionysus. But you've never seen the devil, right? Nope, never. Then again, there's that man who thinks he saw him once, said Dionysus. What man? Dunno. He's locked up in the devil's pit. But I don't like going over there because it's scary. The green goddess told me to stay away from him, said Dionysus. The green goddess? The poor boy was fidgety and too nervous to stay calm. But he did know his way through this tunneling cavern. Large sparkling buds sprouted through the cracks above, glowing towards the red energy behind these walls. And the flower buds were everywhere, flourishing from all directions. I leaned to smell them, and then I realized the heavy musk was connected to the plant's funky smell. These were the healthiest buds I'd ever seen. But how did they manage to survive all the way down here? Oh no! screamed Dionysus. We turned a corner where the two caverns converged before little Dionysus ran and fell to his knees in front of a crystal clear pond. Sobbing in distress, the boy couldn't stop weeping. What's wrong, Dionysus? My Guermi has died! The boy cried out. He was hysterical, and now the tears on his eye burst out down his cheeks. There was a bright fish in his tiny body of water, but it was toast, completely dead, and the boy needed to calm down. I'm sure the fish is probably sleeping. I know how the fish sleeps, and he's not sleeping. Don't you see? My Guermi has died, said Dionysus. I don't know who he was announcing it to, but he was on his knees weeping, holding that poor orange and blue fish in his hands. After a moment of silence, I followed the boy with the dead fish in his hands down the cavern where we reached a dead end of sorts. There were two chairs that seemed to be falling apart, along with all sorts of strange offerings, toys, and raisins arranged around the chairs. Do you want to sit and talk about it? I pointed to the dilapidated chairs, but he shook his head. We don't sit there. Those chairs are for my mom and dad, said Dionysus. Oh, and where are they? They're in my temple, but I'm saving the chairs when they come to find me. Dionysus buried the little fish at the feet of the chairs. Then after a deep breath, he was up on his feet before he wiped the tears from his eyes. Come on, let's go, said Dionysus. Turning down a new glowing tunnel, we arrived at the mouth of another cave, which was different but similar to all the other passages here. The boy paced back and forth while I took a look at our surroundings. The hint of red light glowed through every wall and I felt the need to get closer to it, just like all these plants. I just can't figure it out. Do you know where we are? asked Dionysus. I shook my head no. I'm not sure either, and I'm pretty sure we're not in heaven, but I wonder if we're in... I paused. The other one? asked Dionysus. Hell? Well, don't say it. But which one do you think we're in? said Dionysus. Well, we haven't died yet, and since we're alive, then neither... But if it was heaven, I think my temple would be here. And if we're in... Dionysus paused. H-E double hockey sticks. Then the devil could be hiding here. Right? I shook my head. No, I don't think so. I think we have to die first. Maybe the loaches know. Come on, this way, said Dionysus. The loaches? Was he speaking in Spanish now? Who were these loaches? Yep, the loaches will know because they're in the pond where I found my guermi said Dionysus. 
He was incredibly neurotic, always anxious and in a hurry ever since I found him. We headed into another cove when a giant room emerged. This was the largest opening, hidden with lots of space above, and in the center was a brick tower. Above that, at the very top of the cave, glowed a bright pink slit that opened into the ceiling. The pinnacle of the space held so much light and energy that all the glowing lettuce buds and grapes were bushing up around the entry as if reaching towards the source. Whoa, this is heaven for sure. Dancing ahead, I felt free, I felt light, and I felt... Jane, is that you? Someone said my name. There I noticed a man with a chain around his neck connected to a large tower below the glowing pink source of radiant energy. He was naked, and that shackle secured around his neck. Then between him and me, there was a moat of clear water, and it was filled with hundreds of small sea creatures. Levi, is that you? What's going on? Now I whispered to the boy, Maybe we are dead. Don't trust him. That boy is the devil, yelled Levi. What are you talking about? The boy, yelled Levi. He changes. Dionysus tugged at my pants and whispered, See, that's the man who believes in the devil. But like I was saying, I ain't never seen him. What a trip. Had I gone crazy. Somehow this peculiar situation turned chaotic when I had to check to make sure I was in my body. I pinched my arm, then rubbed my eyes, and checked my legs, chest, arms, and why, yes, I'm still here. I checked my face again, and, oh, it was much clearer down here than I remembered up above. I could see the vibrations of light emitting from that reddish-pink source, dripping and throbbing like a heartbeat. It was so wet. From the looks of it, that crevice was tight, maybe a portal or entry somewhere. Oh, wow. This could be the nectar of the gods, giving life to everything around it. I looked back to Levi's isolated island, where he was chained to that tower, pulling at his hair trying to get my attention. Well, shit, it must not be heaven. But there were so many grapes that had fallen and turned into raisins. Had the nectar gotten him drunk? Was it all too much for him? Are we in heaven or hell? I asked Levi. We're in hell, yelled Levi. And why is he chained up like that? I looked closer, and he had all kinds of sandwiches prepared from the grapes and leaves. Get out of that silly trap, will ya? Are you crazy? The boy chained me to this grunge pit. You just wait and see, said Levi. What's he talking about? I asked Dionysus. He doesn't like the grapes too much, but I think they're scrumptious. Best ones are the old ones. And he should start sharing with the loaches, or they'll get really hungry, said Dionysus. Levi had lost it and I couldn't imagine his frustration. The chain around his neck only allowed him to walk about twenty steps in either direction. He appeared to be an upset zoo animal more than a human in hell. I'll get you out of there. Calm down, Levi. He wasn't listening. Hey, how do you get across? I asked the boy. You can't. The loaches won't let you, said Dionysus. Peering into the pond, I saw the wild school of long, silvery sea snakes. These things look mean. Are they poisonous? Do they bite? I never had a problem with the loaches, but I don't go swimming with them either, said Dionysus. Jane, I know he looks like a kid, but he's not. Just play his little games and make him happy, otherwise we're in trouble, said Levi. My head was turned to Levi, but I hadn't a clue what he was talking about. Whose tower is that? The green goddess lives there, said Dionysus. Where is this goddess? She goes out and about, said Dionysus. And what's her name? Uh, well, she's got lots of names. 
but she's the one helping me find my mom and dad, too. So far, no luck, but she's the queen of the cave, said Dionysus. A real queen? I was stunned. Where's she from? From different parts, but I don't even know where that is. Ever heard of it? said Dionysus. Hmm? Heard of what? Didn't think so. Anyway, she's always talking about the moon, and she comes back once a cycle. So maybe she's coming back soon, said Dionysus. What cycle? Aren't you a girl? She said it's something girls know, and how Mother Moon opens up her portal once every month. I think it's like 28 days from what I can count, said Dionysus. And then what happens? Then all the magic happens. No use in trying to explain it. But that's how I found my Guarmy, said Dionysus. It explodes. It bleeds all over the place, said Levi, pointing up at the glowing pink slit in the ceiling of the cave. Holy shit, I think I was going crazy. What the hell was going on? And maybe this was hell. Maybe hell is a place when you can't tell which side is up. When the mind starts to spin, and everything that should be on the floor is growing on the ceiling. When people are chained to towers, and everyone is lost and confused. But what was that ruby red source up above? Every time I caught a glimpse of it, I seemed to be trapped in a trance. It was like a perfect grapefruit pressed together, yet it was preserved in thick rock, and somehow it dripped nectar all over the tower. And what's in there? I pointed to the tower. That's where the goddess lives, said Dionysus. Wow, it's incredible. Well, this is all so strange. But that's my brother Levi over there, and we've got to get him out. Then we'll talk to this goddess. You can trust Levi. Don't worry, he's a good one. No way, Jose, said Dionysus. The green goddess said that's the devil's tower. And if I try to take him off the island, then I might be stuck with the devil too. Good goddess, is this place heaven or hell? Who could even tell? Still, it was so overwhelming. Oh, I must have gone mad. Well, I've got to help Levi at least. And so I took a step into the water. But as soon as my toes touched the crystal moat, the loaches lunged at my feet. One or two even jumped on the shore trying to bite me before I fell back. Oh, my goddess, those things look hungry. The loaches are always hungry, said Dionysus. But once she opens for business, then all that magic comes out and all the loaches calm down. That's how I caught my Guarmy. He ended up right here in the pond. This moat. But why is it filled with wild sea creatures? I don't understand, I paused. They're dangerous sea lampreys, yelled Levi. I know what I'm talking about. They're an invasive species to protect the Devil's Tower. It's all insane. Nothing makes sense down here. I've checked inside the tower, but it's empty. Why not listen to the guy who's chained to the other side of the sea serpents? Okay, Levi. So why don't you tell me what happened? He happened said Levi, pointing to the boy. He was practically about to feed me to those sea serpents before he chained me up here. But he's just a boy. This place is crazy, Jane. It's a pit of despair. And yes, it rains all kinds of insanity every month or so. It's so bountiful, they even keep me locked up underneath it. Did you know I don't even have to eat? The queen's blood is so powerful that it soaks through my skin and keeps me alive. I haven't eaten ever since they tossed me under, said Levi. But how'd you get down here? It's a long way down. Evil threw me in. Did you meet him? We were up on a dark staircase when he cut his own palm and poured his blood over the steps. The moment his blood touched the stairs, it all turned into a giant slide, said Levi. Holy shit, that's what happened to me. A soldier was chasing me when a cat bit his hand before his blood touched the top step. The stair shifted and I slid down here. 
and so I lowered myself to the boy and looked into his eyes. We've got to get him out of those chains. If you help me free Levi, then I promise I'll find you a new Guermi. How does that sound? I gave him a good stare to let him know who was really in charge. After all, he was only about five or so. Poor kid was just lost and scared. Plus, who knows if he's telling the truth. All I knew about this kid is that he could count to 28 all by himself, and he could barely draw. Why, just look at him. He's quite the little sour patch. He had a big frown, and if the green goddess says he stays chained up, then he stays chained up. And you're helping me find a new Guermo anyway, said Dionysus, pointing a finger in my face. I grabbed his hand. Listen, punk. You're too little, and I'm all grown. We're getting Levi free, and then we'll sort you out. Got it? His face beamed with anger when his cheeks turned red. Jane, don't do that, said Levi. You better listen to me, because I'm telling you the truth. I was standing in your shoes just a few days ago. I got the boy upset, and that's when he turned into a beast. The devil's inside the boy. Don't tell me what I am, said Dionysus. Do you know who my parents are? The boy stomped back and forth when I looked to Levi, who began to hide behind the tower. Okay, I'm sorry, but calm down now, and don't tell me what to do, screamed Dionysus. The anger was making his veins bulge. Oh, Lord, the boy was seeing red. Holy crap. The poor kid began to twist and fight a demon inside his body. The whites in his eyes began to burst with bloodshot veins. His teeth clenched down as if he might break through his own skin. How about we go find you a new fish? How does that sound? A second later, he changed. The boy burst into the most horrid beast I'd ever seen. Half human, half demon, with black fur and two giant horns growing out from his head. He'd grown twenty times the little boy's size, morphing into a creature I could never imagine. I lost my voice. I couldn't move, and now the beast picked me up with one hand and took a giant step over the moat of loaches. There were plenty of chains around the tower, and so he latched an old rusty shackle around my neck and tossed me down. He screamed and let a most blood-shrieking cry that rattled the entire cavern. He jumped over the moat and ran off down one of the caves. Told you so said Levi.